This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to Business Influencers. Hope everyone is having a great week. We want to thank everybody again for tuning in to Business Influencers each and every week where we help business professionals and uh, others help them to scale their level of influence and take their business to the next level. Again, we are so honored that each and every week this show continues to grow because of you and, and getting the word out there. Uh, Tell Radio also is very thankful for uh, you listeners each and every week. And what's great about this show, even though this is also an Indian-based organization, this show is also aired in India as well. So you're getting exposure even even in India. So we're not just here in North America, but we are everywhere in the country. And again, we want to thank you. And we want to thank our sponsor, Global Awakening Events, uh, for being the sponsor. Uh, their event is taking place in Miami on February 29th through March 2nd. This is going to be an event that will be bringing in thought leaders from around the world, sharing their insights and expertise to help you take your business to the next level. It will conclude with the Yacht Mastermind, which is fantastic. And this is where you get additional opportunity to kind of rub elbows with, with people that have already been successful in the areas that you are looking to be successful in. And this is a great opportunity to take advantage of that. If you'd like to find out more information, check them out at globalawakenedevents.com. That's globalawakenedevents.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the inner game of business. And as everybody knows here, that people know that I'm a big foundational guy. It's all about how we think to be, to become, to do, and have different and better results. And that all starts with how we think differently and how we can take our inner game and really make our outer game even better as a result of that. And we're going to be talking with Angus Nelson. He's the founder of Evolve Leadership is the secret weapon behind high-performing leaders in Fortune 500 companies, celebrity circles, and disruptive startups. Specializing in modern business psychology, transform work cultures at industry powerhouses like Walmart, Coca-Cola, BMW, Adobe, and Fidelidad. Uh, if I pronounce that right, and based it. in Lisbon with his family and two larger-than-necessary dogs, he is the go-to strategist for those that have committed to workplace excellence and personal fulfillment. And without further ado, we welcome Angus Nelson to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. And I'm, I'm really jealous about this yacht mastermind thing. That sounded really fun. Yeah, well, I'll get you more information on it and see if we can uh, maybe have you as a thought leader. I'll, add, I'll ask the organizer and uh, nice. definitely do that. Absolutely. Nice. Well, I, I love this topic, Angus. I mean, if we can talk a little bit about, from your perspective, why yeah. is this so important that that inner game, not only at the individual level, but at a team level, and a, and then of course at the organization level, depending upon the size of a company, why that's so important. Well, the biggest piece, and every one of you that are listening, you know this, is like you're going to have all these gremlins in your head, and it doesn't matter at what stage you are in your company, what level of leadership, whether you're in a corporation, whether you're in you know in a Series A or a unicorn startup. All of it's the same. It's what's between your ears. And so many times we operate in our day from this place of impulse, like a pinball in a pinball machine. It's like all the different fires that need to be put out. We're like, bing, bing, ding, 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 ding. And if you're not intentional, you will be completely reactionary to everything around you. And one of the things that I've learned in working with Fortune 500 and all the startup leadership that I have is that when we get present, when we calm down, 
when we get intentional and we can get into alignment with how we want to lead and who we want to be, only then can we really make significant things happen. We're no longer reactionary. Now we can be intentional. Now we can actually lead, right? I love that word that you said, intentional. And it's often a word that people know, but rarely really understand because they, they everyone operates from expectations tied to outcomes, which put our, in my opinion, or my perspective, like the, into the control we can't control. Situations, people beyond our control. But when I can be an in, intentional, I can focus on the things that are within my control. There's a big difference in how that changes how you look at things, like in terms of you know how you make decisions, how you communicate, how you take risks, action, and so mm -hmm. on. So I'd love you to share on that. Well, I'll take it into another notch is that element of performance yeah. where everything we do is tied to either a validation or a vindication. It's like, I do this so that either I can get an attaboy, I can get a raise, I can get attention, I can get liked, I can get, I can, I can get kept in case there's a round of layoffs. And so we get into this performance mentality where we're just trying to do what we do just to make someone else happy or just to operate from a place of scarcity is really what it is. Mm. We're in fear, we're in some kind of a operation where we are not good enough or we don't deserve or not worthy. And this is where we get into the inner game is because our entire life has been programmed by different stories we've told ourselves. We've experienced something through our school age, through our high school, through college, through even adulthood. And if we have failures, if we have mishaps or missteps, oftentimes what happens is we start telling ourselves these stories about who we are, what we're capable. Now you step into this sense of leadership and all those gremlins are still stuck in your head. And the moment someone says something with a certain tone, a certain way, it triggers a response to some story you may have told yourself. And if it is anything around your performance, you're gonna try and compensate. You're gonna work longer hours. You're gonna make bigger sacrifices. You're gonna like push, 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 go into the grind. And the irony is we ultimately will create the very thing we are afraid of will sabotage ourselves yeah. in some form or fashion if our inner game hasn't been made resolute in who we are and what we're here to do. And this gets into this level of understanding, like if you pause for just a second and ask yourself, like, why am I about to do this thing? Or why am I feeling what I'm feeling when my boss says that thing? This is the level of intention most people do go to, they don't go to is because instead they just want to lash out. They want to get defensive. They want to justify or they want to deflect. They want to push it off on someone else. It's yeah. someone else's fault. Somebody else didn't do a thing. And all of this from this construct of this performance, I'm trying to look good so that I can get to somewhere instead of being intentional. And now I operate from this congruence of who I am and what I'm trying to create. And this is the ultimate rub. And I, I call this the Spice Girl principle. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And most leaders are operating from all the things of what they think everyone else wants. All the other expectations, the expectations for my parents, the expectations from my spouse, the expectations from my boss, my expectations from the stockholders, you know, whatever. Versus what is it I really wanna create? in this business, in my leadership, in my team, to our customer. And this is where that inner game becomes so important. 
And most people don't do the work of getting connected into that realm. And I know this is something that's kind of vibing with you. So I'm going to push it back to you, like for you and getting intentional. What does that mean for you, Chris? Well, for me, getting intentional is I, I have to be, no one can control my communication. Nobody can control my behavior, my attitude, my emotions and how I respond versus react to situations and my action. I can only control that. So I have to be intentional every day to focus on that I'm operating from a place of being assertive in my communication, not passive or aggressive or both. Same with my behavior, that I'm being assertive, that that's in alignment with my communication. My attitude, I have to show up every day saying that things are happening for me, not to me. So not that victim mentality or the excuses, pointing the finger at everybody else. But challenges and obstacles are a good thing because I can't grow and expand without them. And then choosing now, no matter what, whatever emotion I'm experiencing, that I can still choose to respond rather than react to the situation or others, and then taking massive daily action to the priorities that matter. My intentions can be aligned with that. And I, I, I'm only responsible for that. I'm not respond. I can't control that in someone else, even if they work for me. You know, Mm -hmm. yes, I can maybe ask and be directive in certain cases, but I still can't control those five things. So how do I, how can I be a better example and a resource to inspire people to do that for themselves and then repeat that process to create a more interdependent environment rather than a codependent one, one that complements one another, not depends on one another. Yeah, but isn't it so much easier when we can just say, you made me this way. You made me angry. (laughs) If you hadn't done this, I wouldn't have blown my lid. I wouldn't have cussed you out if you hadn't been (laughs) such a knucklehead. Like, that's the thing that most people do. And that's the danger, right? Is they're operating from this, like, really crappy way of just, you know, reactionary stuff. For me, like, everything you just said is, is absolutely true. And when we learn to be clear and have clarity in our communications, and like you said, be assertive. Assertive doesn't mean you're a jerk. Assertive doesn't mean that you're rude. Assertive just means you're being like really intentional with the words you're saying that this is the thing I'm looking for. This is the thing I'm hoping for. This is the thing I want to communicate. And when we get into this stage, then now we go deeper. So now let's go into the inner game. When I'm communicating, my belief is I'm going to say what I want to say in the way I want to say it. No, that is not communication. That is just you speaking. And real communication instead is I'm going to say what I want to say in the way the other person can receive it. And this requires emotional intelligence. This requires you to understand some of the human behavior and psychology of the people around you. And how much more important is this in this day and age? when we have so much uncertainty, so much you know ambiguity, plus we've got all the outside factors of the economy and war and the you know the 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 last few years that we've been involved with with the pandemic. These are all things that have changed. And then you add to that generationally where we go from boomers and millennials and gen Xers and gen you know Zers and whatever else comes after I don't know if maybe I forgot a couple there. But the dynamics of how people are operating in the workplace added with technology, added with artificial intelligence, like all these different things is, are we paying attention to who's around us? And more importantly, are we being intentional with our influence? 
to those around us. Yeah. That's what causes you to have to show up differently and take responsibility for how you lead. What is your temperament? What is your self-regulation? What is the psychological safety that you're providing for the people around you? And some of the old generation like, well, God, people, you're just about to figure out. I didn't have this stuff when I was a kid. You know it. And that's <laughs> why I call my organization Evolve Leadership, because we have to evolve. We got to evolve. To this exactly. new stuff. That, it's not right? flipping a switch. It happens overnight. <laughs> yeah. So I know I just like gave you like this big. Oh, like, you, you gave so much stuff. Gold. There's so much ammunition in there. There's so much gold that you shared there, uh, Angus. I mean, so much gold. What would you now? You know, if somebody like a leader that you're, you, let's say that you, you've worked with business leaders in a lot of these big companies like Coca-Cola and Adobe, Walmart, and so on. What would you say would be like if they have this? They've grown up with a certain leadership style or a certain way of like how they. In this case, let's say they were reacting to situations, and sometimes they didn't come across very pleasant what would you say would be the first steps to making that shift is, is there a certain process a routine something they mm. they could do and i know it's not one size fits all but something where they can start mm. that could help them start making that shift to be that better example better resource for their their people their peers the people that report to them and so on uh the first thing is if somebody comes to that point of awareness i would say thank you <laughs> congratulations and it's about time, right? Yes. Um, and because you've come to this revelation, it's likely there's something around you that got your attention. Either you got into some kind of a hardship um, where either you got let go because of your attitude, maybe you had some people confront you where your team says, you're being a jack, you know, of what, I don't know if you can cuss on this thing, but you're being- You're, 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 you could say we're good here. Okay, <laughs> you're jackass, right? Um, <laughs> If there's an, an element where uh, maybe a spouse or a partner, uh, a co-founder, someone has confronted you and said, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. Typically, when someone who has these kind of habitual styles, when they come to an awareness, it's because something kind of grabbed them by the back of the neck and shook them and said, hey, I'm trying to get your attention here. In that moment, the proper thing, the best thing you can do in that moment is get a third party someone who can mentor, someone who can coach, someone who can be a mirror. Maybe it's a, a close personal friend that you trust. Maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's you know a superior. And the first thing you wanna do is see your reflection. And what I mean by that is we all need a mirror. Someone who can show and give us feedback of things that we were either unwilling or unready to see, and suddenly someone reveals it. And in that moment, you're like, Aha, aha, this is it. And it's kind of like, you know, you went around all day after lunch, you got home and you dropped your keys off at the at the the table and you looked into the mirror and you saw that, that little thing in your teeth. There, there's, there's that broccoli. I had broccoli at lunch and nobody told me that broccoli was in my teeth. This is the same kind of thing as you've got these habits or these styles or this attitude that nobody has felt safe enough or close enough to be able to share with you. And in that moment, when you recognize it, it's like, how do I get that out? Well, you're gonna need a tool. And that tool could be this individual I just shared, you know, this third party person who can be that mirror and reflect back to you. A second piece of that is 
you can do some some different inner work where there's different books around personal development, personal reflection. And sometimes people think, oh, that stuff's too woo. It's like, well, right now you need a little woo. A woo to get you the woo out of your way. A little woo to get the wow that you're looking for. (laughs) Yeah, right? And it doesn't mean that you're going to be like kumbaya and getting around drum circles. Like, I'm not saying you have to go to ayahuasca, you know, ceremonies. This is not the, the thing that you've made it in your head. What it is, is getting really honest and taking this thing called extreme ownership, where you own your part that you've been playing in your story. And that's the biggest piece is, you know, in Alcoholics Anonymous, they say the first step is admitting, you know, that you've got a problem. And for yourself, it's that admitting, like, I've probably been doing this way. And not only is it affected what's currently around me, but what does it cost me in my career, in my leadership, in my relationships, because I've been this way, because I've been blind to these situations or these scenarios, because I've been blind to this attitude or there's arrogance or this narcissism. And when you get to extreme ownership, there's this level of humility that comes where you can receive and now see things you otherwise couldn't see. Mm. So now you have this person in your your field who's giving you feedback. Number two is you can do a 360. Go and ask some of your colleagues, boss, people that you've led, hey, I'm in a season of life where I'm trying to get better. Can you like give me some reflection of where are some of the areas where you think I could be a better leader? Where are the areas where maybe I've challenged our relationships in ways I shouldn't have? And having the humility to hear what they say and receive it, right? And then lastly, I talked about, you know, these tools, you know, the different parts and pieces, like there are books, there are videos, there are conferences, there are masterminds, you know, all these different tools that are out there, but specifically like writing a list of what do I want? That's that Spice Girl principle. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want, because that's what you're going to create. I want to create this in my life. I I want peace. I want fulfillment. I want satisfaction. I want meaning. I want contribution. I want generosity. I want abundance, whatever that thing is. I want quality relationships, like map that out and say, this is what I want. Right. And then the second piece of this is who do I need to be to create it? Success leaves clues. And when you get really clear on what you're actually trying to create, not what the expectations of others, not because of all the things that others have tried to shape for you. But when you sat down and said, this is what I want, then it's like, who must I be to do that? Like the kind of caliber of individual, the kind of people I would hang around with, the kind of habits and routines that I have, because success leaves clues. I can look at other people who are experiencing the kind of life I want to create, and I can watch their model. How are they treating people? How are they managing their time? Like some people that I've worked with, they've never had a virtual assistant. They manage their own email. They manage their own calendar. They do all these things themselves. And the first thing I help them do is like unload that because it's it's playing into decision fatigue. It's, it's taxing your time. It's doing all these things. And that's one of the first things that they have to let go of when they tell me what I want to create in my life is peace. I'm like, well, the first thing you need to do is get out of your email, get out of your calendar. That will give you so much peace and you don't even know. I'm like, oh, but I'm such a, like, I'm like a control freak. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, someone else, you know, I was like, so you can't trust them. Well, well, I mean, that's not what I'm like. So how are the, how's this played out in other parts of your team where you haven't trusted people and you try to control them? Now we're having a real conversation. 
And this continues to uncover the areas of our life that we've been blinded to for far too long. Yeah, so important. And I loved how you illustrated that process, you know, for the individual. And it and, and it starts with awareness, because like the you just started, it starts with that aha moment that, hey, I got to do something different. If I keep doing what I'm doing, then it's going to be the same results. And I can I can't point the finger at everybody else or situations. I can only now look at myself. If I don't change, nothing else does. I just got a, um, a, a message from um, one of my members. Uh, he, he was leaving the city he was currently in, and he just said, "Hey, Angus." I just want you to know, this is my last weekend. I'm headed to the gym. This is the last weekend I'm going to be in said city. Um, I'm going back to the city I'm from. Um, and I have you to thank for that. And I know the backstory to all of this. Um, so I'll kind of fill you in. He said, uh, my wife and I are getting back together. And the way that I'm leading my company and what I'm doing with my company, um, there's no way I would have been able to do this without you. And I just want to say thanks. And it was almost a year to the day that he was sending me this message when he first reached out and he's like, I'm angry. I've moved to a different city because I can't be with my wife. I love her, but I can't be with her. I don't know what I want to do with my business, whether I burn it to the ground or whether I sell it, but I hate it. And this is a business that he started. He and built it's a multi yeah. multi-million dollar company, right? And through our work together and getting him to like, start seeing things you can't unsee these elements once you see them oh this is why this this is why this right so over the course of this year that we've just gone through of him letting go of all these different things and the power and the control and the ego and the all the different things and so much of it was tied to these stories he was telling himself and he had been in the military, so that played into it and the sense of control, the sense of all this honor and blah, 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 and pride. And once we like were started decoupling, it was like a snowball of stuff that needed to get out of the way. And he just was so open and so teachable. And man, I just honor this dude because he had so much courage to just like, you know what? I don't know what I don't know and I'm just gonna trust the process. And he let me just walk him through this whole thing. And at the end of this time, he's like, I cannot believe the life I'm leaving. I'm living now where he's fallen in love back with his business. He fell back in love with his wife. And ultimately he fell back in love with himself. Well, that, and there because, right there is so important. I, 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 what did I, I saw a quote recently, you know, love isn't about finding the right person or situation. It's about, again, love is about what, you know, what you become for yourself, you know, like yeah. that you love yourself and what you become from it. And then everything else kind of complements that. He put so much pressure on himself and this goes full circle where we started is he was living under everyone else's expectations. Yeah. The board, some parent, uh, the, the, the drill sergeant, like all the different things. And it probably started, like you said, even with his parents of dad or mom, but from his childhood, because it always goes back to that. I know for me, mm -hmm. it always went back to well, mostly my father, for because I always had a strong need for validation because I didn't get it growing yeah. up from him. And I'll, I'll share you this, like this stuff is not weakness. When I come to work with, you know, these leaders, these high performers are often high performing because of these kinds of stories. They're, you know, justifying or vindicating or proving their value, their worth, their power, their 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 possibility. 
And because they're highly capable, because they're high capacity, like go, 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 go. And they make magic happen, but they do it from scarcity. They do it from fear. They do it from all these other things. And I, they would tell me like, oh, I'm, I'm just carrying so much shame just sharing this with you. I, this gives me such pain, just recognizes. I'm like, no, stop that. I said, this is actually your power. You're taking back your power by finally giving definition to who you truly are today. Everything you've gone through has given you lessons and wisdom and insight. And now this is your new unfair advantage for your future. This is your leverage. And now you're going to operate from this place of abundance, overflow, source, and supply. And now the leader you become is only a product of all the things you've gone through. So you're standing in a place of promise and possibility. So this is your power. Don't look at that stuff as shame. Be grateful. Let that be your gratitude. Let that be your sense of creation because that's the tuition you've paid for the graduation that you're now experiencing. Wow. Powerful, powerful stuff. You know, Angus, I know we could go on for a while. I mean, you're definitely going to be on another show because you've delivered so much value here. And I can't thank you enough there this is only the tip of the iceberg but you've really wet the whistle for our audience in this particular area especially for those that are leaders of you know in different organizations whether if it's a small business to a fortune 500 company we're definitely going to have an, another extension onto this show at some point in the future we want to let you all know that here you're hearing this that he will be on again how can people get to you know get reach out to get to know you what are you up to and anything you'd like to share yeah. with them Sure. You can find me at evolveleadership.org is where you can like learn more about what we do for companies and individuals. And then if you want to like hear my story and, you know, learn what I know, you can listen to our podcast, Evolve Leadership. And you can find that on all the, you know, different podcasts available as well as we also do it in video. You can find it on YouTube as well. That's where you can like get all this stuff, marinate in it, learn more about yourself. Thank you so much. We want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule being in Portugal. I know it's a little bit later there where you are. And mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here. And we highly encourage everyone to reach out to him on LinkedIn. Also reach out and listen and download the podcast Evolved Leadership. It is a great podcast and definitely so much value there, not only from him himself, but also the guests and, and experts that he has on, uh, on the show. And uh, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And we want to thank you listeners being here each and every week here with the Business Influencer Show. Again, check us out at Tell Radio at tellradio.org. We're also, we air on Spotify, Apple, as well as our YouTube channel. That way you get to see both of us. Now you can see us here you know, on video, whereas the other platforms are going to be strictly audio. So whatever you prefer, you can get this valuable information. And we highly encourage those that are listening now to also listen to this show. And again, in its entirety, there is great golden nuggets that uh, Angus has laid down here for you. And go back and listen to it because they're perhaps something that you missed that you'll pick up the next time that can help move your, you and your level of influence to the next level as an evolved leader. And with that being said, everybody, have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.